0: Hello and welcome to the Stem Cell Healing Institute podcast. In case you have any questions regarding this program, please write us at info at Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Stem Cell Healing Institute podcast. We are here with Dr. Sara Figueredo. She is the research and general director of the institute and we are here doing another podcast on a Friday afternoon. How are you, doctor?
1: I'm very well. Happy that it's Friday. <laughs> oh, and but <yeah>. uh, doing <laughs> doing really well. Always to Always happy to be here with you, Luis.
0: All right. Thank you, doctor. We are going to talk about uh, how the stem cells can help uh, children with autism. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Yep,
0: absolutely. So I do have a few questions for you, doctor. I was wondering how the autism is is actually diagnosed. Uh, What are the early signs of that?
1: yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So basically, autism is diagnosed with um, certain characteristics um, in behavioral patterns, like um, difficulty in transitions with children. Uh, a new, you know, something new in the routine or a new food that they um, they're adverse to for whatever reason, not necessarily the taste, but. Um, it's just out of the norm. And so transitions and changes, uh, they react to um, inability in many cases, uh, inability to make eye contact, um, uh, a little bit removed from emotions. Um, So sometimes there's a lack of empathy. um, And so children tend to be uh, it's not easy for children with autism to make friends, and um, uh, and, and those those are and then lack of uh, affection in many cases also uh, again they're just sort of removed from their emotions. For instance, one of uh, a per, a patient earlier on in my career, uh, the mother actually was I called this up a, a few weeks after treatment because her five-year-old son for the first time told her I love you and so these are the wow. types of uh, mm-hmm. so these are the types of things that we encounter and um so it's yeah so these are the types of characteristics not all children depending on where they are on the spectrum uh because it is a, quite a spectrum they're sort of very high functioning and then low functioning and then anything in between um so depending on where they are on on the, the spectrum there will be um uh, signs and symptoms of, of autism accordingly.
0: Okay. And uh, in this case, uh, I was wondering if this um, autism is genetic? Is it generic, doctor?
1: Genet- yes, it, that's the theory. Um, what, my, what I feel is that there is a genetic predisposition, and but not always is autism manifested even if there is a genetic predisposition. Uh, because I believe that there's something in the environment combined with that genetic predisposition that uh, manifests as autism. And many times, that environmental uh, trigger isn't present. And so there's still that genetic predisposition, but autism does not exist uh, or manifest in that uh, specific uh, individual. So it's, it's I consider it sort of a lock and key. If that uh, if that key fits into the lock, we get autism. The lock is always there; the key is not always there. I so see. That's I hope that makes sense. That's my theory.
0: Totally, we're gonna get into into the um, main topic here: how these stem cells can actually help uh, children with autism.
1: Oh yes. So you know we believe that. Um, uh, It is our belief at the Stem Cell Healing Institute that autism is not a disease, it is uh, a neurodiversity, it's it's a different way that the child thinks, behaves, uh, perceives the world, Um, that is not necessarily pathological, which uh, in other words, it's not necessarily necessarily a disease, it's just uh, diversity, it's just a different way of being. And um, so what we see in changes in children with autism, and it's, it's more about a quality of life. Um, and, you know, uh, see, we, we see children changing in their behaviors, in their transitions, going from one activity to another. Um, there's the less of a propensity for a, for a tantrum or an outburst um, or acting out. Uh, the ability to be more affectionate, the ability to make more friends because they relate to their friends better and their friends relate to to them uh, better. Um, We've seen children that uh, eat a a diverse array of foods when before treatment they were only eating maybe a handful of foods and just over and over again, the same foods over and over again. Um, What else have we seen with children? Oh, the eye contact Uh, Those are some of the biggest changes, also uh, verbal. We have seen children, um, there's one specific, uh, more recent, we had seen going at the age of five, going from completely nonverbal to within six months of treatment, he was talking and uh, not full sentences, but words. Uh, And so we're tracking his progress. So it's very exciting.
0: Which type of stem cells do you use for uh, children with autism, doctor?
1: You know, my preference is um, uh, propagated bone marrow stem cells combined with endometrial stem cells. However, we will uh, also use umbilical cord. Uh, whatever we find, uh, we feel is, is necessary and the most appropriate for, for the child, so it can those. We also do adipose-derived stem cells, which are uh, also adult stem cells. Uh, We don't do those as often, uh, but we do have that available.
0: And I believe um, you do have a lot of, uh, have treated a lot of children with autism, but there is like one testimonial, I don't remember which one, but there is one testimonial uh, on your uh, YouTube channel of one of the mothers, right? hmm that's right. I believe her name was Rita, wasn't it?
1: Well, yes, yes, Rita, mm-hmm. and her son, Ryder.
0: Yeah, you should, um, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to see this testimonial, um, you can go to our YouTube channel, um, and you can see that testimonial. It's very emotional. It's very nice.
1: Thank you for mentioning that, Louise. You know, in with Ryder, with Rita's son, Ryder, um, he was also suffering uh, another characteristic of autism is echolalia. Echolalia is when the child hears a, a word or a phrase and they keep repeating it over and over again. And uh, hence the, na- uh, the name of the word echo, echolalia. And uh, that was a very, very common um, symptom or characteristic with Ryder and that was one of the first things that Rita noticed was diminishing was the echolalia with Ryder and at, at this point in his life the echolalia does not exist. Um, another thing she noticed with him was the transitions were a lot smoother um, without outbursts and tantrums and that was another one that was a, a big one with, with Ryder.
0: That's amazing. Um, and I, that, that must have been very exciting for her. I cannot imagine being a parent and see that your um, autistic children is is having some improvements. But what other improvements um, besides the already the ones you already mentioned with Ryder can we expect uh, from um, after this stem cell treatment?:
1: Oh yes. So as I mentioned, Louise, the transitions uh, being smoother, uh, being open to new uh, to new things, new foods, new experiences, new environments. Uh, also, eye contact, behavioral issues in schools, and with making friends with other children. Uh, all of these things we've seen improvements in with various uh, with various children with autism.
0: Can you tell us what is the work that the stem cells actually do in the brain of these uh, children?
1: Yes. So the, the, we don't even know exactly what's going on in the brain of, of, autism, uh, of children with autism. Um, but what we do see are these improvements. So we're, we, we believe that um, the, the, neuro, the neuronal junctions are functioning better and being nourished with the stem cells. And, and basically uh, regenerating and maybe repairing uh, in a way in order for behavior to be addressed, nonverbal to verbal, social interactions and executive decision-making. Uh, and all of these things are improved because the, neur- the, uh, the neurons are just firing and functioning better.
0: Are there any tests they need to be uh, that need to be done before they arrive to Guatemala? I say arrive because we are located in Guatemala. Uh, That's in right. case you're coming from uh, from anywhere else, uh, is there any yes. tests they need to be done um, before they come?
1: Yes, yeah, So what we do? Uh, we do a nice, a uh, full, thorough screening. We take a full history before they come. We also have the patient do uh, blood tests, the key blood tests. Uh, that uh, look for uh, specifics for the stem cells and then just general good health. Uh, we look for certain uh, certain viruses, uh, certain things that could affect uh, uh, a person with autism uh, or any disease for that matter, any specifics that we're looking for. And we ensure that everything checks out before they get to Guatemala because we wouldn't want them to get there and we have to refuse them for whatever reason. So we do have to approve Uh, their
0: candidacy for the treatment. Okay. I am going to mention that uh, in case you come to Guatemala, we can provide everything from a driver, an Airbnb uh, type of facilities, and we can also suggest some uh, one-day trips, right, doctor, that they, they can do if they come to Guatemala.
1: That's right. We can make arrangements for day trips and uh, to all the various landmarks and uh, uh, Antigua and uh, whatever they, they feel is, is for them. We have volcanoes and coffee farms and ruins and uh, just a beautiful uh, touristic place, Guatemala is.
0: And also, we have a big zoo in the city, so that's, that's another uh, highlight of the city. If they That's want
1: right. To. You know, we for, I, I forget to mention the zoo. It's quite an amazing, uh, vast array of uh, the animals of the world. So, I, 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 in my opinion, it's one of the best zoos I've actually seen, and they do a really good job upkeeping it.
0: Yeah. So, Doctor, I always ask you, is there anything else you would like to add to this podcast?
1: Uh, no, you know, I think you've covered so much ground. Um, I, we've mentioned in past uh, uh, in past podcasts about the comprehensiveness of the treatment, uh, with everything involved from nutritional detox to oxygen therapy to age appropriate growth hormone therapy and stem cell enhancements, uh, herbs and minerals, um, and that, uh, and then of course psychological and emotional. <laughs> Well-being is something else that we address. And so that sort of covers everything in terms of um, the comprehensiveness and uh, wellness as a whole. Because wellness is not just our body. It is everything encompassing our mental, psychological, and spiritual health as well. So we address everything.
0: Okay. Thank you, Doctor. If you want to contact Dr. Figueredo, we're going to leave all the information at the last part of this podcast and also all the information about our social media. And So there's a lot of ways that you can contact the Stem Cell Healing Institute or Dr. Figueredo. We appreciate your time, and we will see you on the next podcast, which is going to be autoimmune diseases. Thank you for listening, and have a great weekend, doctor.
1: Thank you, Luis. You too. You deserve it. Thank you. you want to contact
0: us at the Stem Cell Healing Institute or Dr. Sarah Figueredo, you may do it by calling us. In North America, you may dial plus 690 Also, if you want to write us by WhatsApp, you may add plus 502-4220-7297. Please send us an email at info at com. And don't forget to visit our website, stemcellhealinginstitute.com. Also, if you like to recommend our treatments, you may find us on Facebook at Stem Cell Healing Institute. Please follow us on Instagram at Stem Cell If you want to recommend this podcast, please refer to anchor.fm/slash stemcellhealing. Also, you may find us with that very same name on Spotify. If you want to watch our videos, please go to Dr. Sarah Figueredo. That is on YouTube. Thank you.